Well, as Vaughn and I were just talking about, you kind of had to know this was going to show up back in the news, right? It's a leaked letter from the police services director of British Columbia that has come out, and it's absolutely blasting Surrey Mayor Brenda Locke and her council team, accusing them of dragging their heels and in some cases misleading the public on the police transition. Now, the letter is is really quite something. It goes on to cite uh, public comments made by Mayor Locke about how she's not been consulted and how the province isn't communicating and then directly contradicts those comments by providing the times, the dates that they have requested her presence and her input, and she hasn't responded to them. Kind of directly puts the mayor on the hot seat for ignoring the issues of the transition and the impacts on the community, accuses her pretty much of undermining the process. So what is the reaction like to this in Surrey? I would love to hear from Surrey residents on this. Simi at cknw.com. You can call or text our buzz line. But to talk more about this letter and really where Surrey is at right now, we're joined by Linda Annis, the Surrey First City Councillor. Thank you for being here this morning. Good morning, Simi. What did you think when you read this? Well, I think he nailed it. You know, we've been, the city has just been in the state of uh, going nowhere on the police transition for far, far too long. In fact, a year now. And as the mayor has said, you know, it's costing the taxpayers each and every month $8 million. And I think not only is the uh, minister quite fed up with this, uh, but so are many of the residents of Surrey. And she needs to show some leadership and get on with it and quit stalling. Is there any indication, though, that that's actually going to happen? Well, I sure hope so. You know, I think this letter has put her on notice. And, you know, it's very unfortunate here in Surrey. We've got very, very professional staff that, um, you know, really have their hands tied because the mayor, you know, isn't providing the direction to them to move ahead. She keeps pointing to the province, and it's not the province issue. This police force is for Surrey, and Surrey needs to show leadership and design the police force that they want. Right. So it's clear that there have been multiple offers of meetings, uh, including to discuss uh, the financial assistance, all of that. And it's and the letter actually says the city has yet to engage ministry officials to finalize details on this matter. What is going on behind the scenes in Surrey, Councillor Annis? I know a lot of people wonder about this. Well, I wonder, too, because this is a real embarrassment for the city. Uh, The mayor needs to step up and be returning these phone calls and getting on with it. Uh, She keeps saying that, you know, the provincial government doesn't want to meet with her or won't meet with her. Well, she needs to pick up the phone, call them and get in the room with the minister and with the Surrey Police Service um, and uh, the RCMP and federal government and get this moving on. It's um, far too costly, and it's really sidelined everything else that's happening in Surrey. We seem to be only focused on policing and many other important issues that we have to deal with, with more than a 1,000 people moving here each and every month. It seems things like housing and our roads and schools and all of that are getting sidelined, and this isn't good news for the residents of Surrey. What are you hearing, though, from constituents? Because every time we talk about this, I certainly get emails from people on on both sides of this issue. So what are you hearing? Well, I think people just want us to get on with it. It's all we've talked about, it seems like, for the past five years. And people are just fed up with it. Uh, You know, uh, first of all, it was the Surrey Police Service, and then the the mayor, Mayor Locke, put a halt to that when she was elected, and now we're in this kind of nowhere land. Uh, she wanted to go back to the RCMP, uh, but having said that, uh, the province has said, no, that's not the route you're going, so we need to get on with it. And the residents are getting very frustrated. They just want to know that we've got good public safety here in Surrey, and I don't think, quite frankly, at this 
stage. They really care who's policing us as long as we have a really first-class police service here. Is, you know, we were talking about the impact of this letter. It's really, I haven't seen anything quite like it before, but in the end, Councillor Annis, do you think this letter will actually make a difference? I sure hope so. You know, she needs to, you know, put her political biases aside and just get on with it. Uh, This is really an embarrassment for the residents of Surrey and for City Council when, you know, when uh, we're stuck here and we're wasting taxpayers' money to the tune of $266,000 each and every day, um, we can't afford that. And I know there's been lots of concern about increase in property taxes, and this is really going to add to it. You know, since we've been elected, it's been $8 million each and every month. Uh, doing the math, uh, you know, that's almost $100 million that we've wasted just be, because we've been in this state of inertia. Well, thank you very much for your time on that this morning. My pleasure. That's Linda Annis, Surrey First City Councillor, uh, getting her reaction to the situation that the letter that has been leaked from the uh, Deputy Minister, also the Director of Police Services of the province, a person who's essentially in charge of policing services uh, in the province, that they've sent this letter to Surrey Mayor Brenda Locke essentially saying, listen, you are saying one thing publicly and you are doing another thing and we are not able to do the work that we need to be doing to get this Surrey policing transition forward. So just some of the things that come directly from this letter, and these are direct quotes. City staff have been only minimally engaged in select aspects of this work to date and are seemingly constrained by a lack of clear direction from the mayor and council. That is directly from the letter. The director of policing services also says... Quote, it is my observation that this lack of progress and delay is due in large part to a lack of leadership and engagement by city council. Now, those are pretty strong words there, right? Here's another direct quote for you. The city of Surrey has been provided multiple opportunities to collaborate on the development of the formal terms of reference. Despite all this, you stated publicly to the media on September 21st that you had no input on the terms of reference. So this goes on. This is just a few things. This is like a four-page letter. It goes into great detail of, you've said this publicly, but this is what we're actually trying to do. You're not responding to our phone calls. You're not responding to our efforts to meet with you and get this done. And if you're a Surrey resident, like, is this it? Like, you've got so many other issues in your city going on right now, you know, Obviously, your schools are at a a straining point there. Kids in portables, you need more work done. You've got all sorts of other issues in your city. And clearly, this one big issue seems to be paralyzing the machinery of that city. What is going on? If you want to weigh in, Simi at cknw.com. I'd love to hear from Surrey residents on this. We're going to speak with the Public Safety Minister and Solicitor General Mike Farnworth about this and other issues as well coming up uh, later in the show, just after the 8.30 news there. But this is kind of extraordinary in that, you know, someone who is a civil servant put this out there. It is out there and directly saying, you're not you're not telling the truth publicly about what's actually going on. That does not happen every day. Uh, so yeah, Surrey residents, how do you feel about all of this? Let's hear from you on that one.